Now, I just want to dangle this little tantalising tidbit in front of our listeners because after 8.30, oh. I can confirm that we will be revealing the birth time and the winner of the $250 food lamb voucher, so stick thank, around. Thank goodness for that. Really, I got to the, the bottom of it. It's, taken, to it's been one of the toughest journalistic tasks that I've ever been involved with, but I've got the story in and my, it will be revealed. In my five-year career, me also. <laughs> We've got Bruce Abernathy in the studio this morning. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Now Great you... to have you in, Bruce. Well, it's good that uh, Will's not here. Yeah. yeah three yeah. weekends on seven years and he's uh, he's off. Yeah, yeah no, he's... he showed a prodigious work ethic oh. early on, hasn't he? Well, as you know, we don't do all that much. <laughs> Full credit to his, pa, his wife, Alison. Well done. I was just worried if the kid was a boy, he'd be called Bruce. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> but the good news is Rosanna Mangiarelli, who we were all saying the baby was named after, she's got a dog called Bruce. That's so, <laughs> right, you got your way in there somehow still. It is incestuous at seven, don't worry That's nice well, well, Yeah, I'd be happy with the dog You know, that's something, no, I'd, li- something I'd love at a least. dog Yeah, that's right <laughs> it's, an, it's an ugly dog <laughs> <laughs> Now Bruce, you've got a new show starting tomorrow morning If you're up bright and early, 8am I believe The Car Club Yeah, we, uh, it's Mark Soderstrom and I We a bit of a car nuts And uh, earlier in the year we got offered uh, a McLaren For a couple of days Now, right. took, took point one of a second to go Okay, if we have to <laughs> Uh, we got to go on a drive day, and uh, we actually thought, well, why don't we film this? And it sort of evolved, and then, of course, the V8s were announced coming back to South Australia, the mm. last race of the season for the next five years guaranteed, back to the streets of Adelaide, and I can remember how big they were. In fact, I'm old enough, I can remember how big the Formula One was. So, and the V8s were almost twice as popular in terms of people attending. So it's back here. So it became a, a almost a snowball rolling down a hill and gathering speed and, and uh, spoke to the powers that be at seven, and they've, uh, you know, they've said, look, we'll get you a slot. Uh, it's on Seven Mate, which is a national coverage, which is fantastic. Uh, and they also repeat on Monday afternoon at one forty, And also on Seven Plus, which is streaming for those, uh, the younger people who seem to watch all their TV on that as well. So, so what's the format of it, Bruce? Is it like a sort of Top Gear type show? Is it like you, know, you do zany pranks where you're driving the car off jetties and things like that? I, I wish it was a Top Gear <laughs> format with a Top Gear budget. But people always ask that. And I say, uh, <clears throat> no one watched Top Gear for the first three seasons. It no. actually took a long time to get that ball rolling. Yeah, it was like a and in, cult show in the for end, a long time. Yeah, in the end, it was almost an entertainment show, not a car show. Yeah, totally. And it revolved around the relationship with the people. We're starting out. We, look, we all love our cars. Uh, Amelia Molko, our weather, she's, uh, she's on board. She grew up with her dad making hot rods, and they'd oh, really? go to hot rod shows all over the place, and that was... Her, bringing, her upbringing with cars. She loves yeah. her car. Mark Soderstrom's father is, a, uh, is in the Hall of Fame for drag racing in Australia. I didn't know so that. So Soderstrom was around, you know, around cars as well. And I'm just a car nufty. I just walk home from Pennington Primary past ROH and the managing director got an XJ Jag and I was about seven years old and uh, all I wanted was a car like that. And I've actually got a pastel blue one from the 60s in my oh, shed really? now. So it's, uh, With yeah, all the timber panelling. and All that. And uh, when I sit in it, I'm seven years old again. But everyone has Beautiful a first cars. car. David, what was your first car? My what's first your favourite memory? A, my first car was a Mini, and it was my mum's car, and I bought <laughs> it off her for $1,000. I used to love driving that car, particularly in the hills. Yeah. Minis, minis are good to drive. Well, they won Bathurst. Yeah, they're great Up cars. against the V8s back then. Well, you put, if you put a wheel on each corner of a brick, even I, not as an engineer, know it's going to handle pretty well. Yeah. And that's what a Mini was. Yeah. But we all have great memories of our first car, the car we've got now. We all have a dream car. So basically, if, if you... Have any interest in anything automotive, there's something on the show for you. Uh, we go out to, um, we've discovered already in South Australia, great car credibility and, and history here with mm. Holdens, with Mitsubishi and Chrysler, uh, with the Formula One, as I mentioned. Well, it's good timing too with the V8s coming back. Uh, 100%. There's a lot of genuine excitement about that. Oh, 100%. But one of our regular segments is we go into a man cave or 
in the first episode, we call it a she shed because the owner is Fiona and she's got five Monaros in the shed. Oh, wow. And her and her husband, Donna, it's basically that's that's the glue that's held them together <laughs> wow. forever is their love of cars. Five Monaros, that'd be worth probably a million dollars. There you go, there you go, right. Yep. That'd well, be about 200 grand each. Uh, depending what model they are, so they've got a couple of newer ones. Yeah, right. Uh, they've got a couple of the older ones. And my favourite in the shed is they've got a push bike. That's a Monaro push bike. That's called marketing. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> when the Monaro name came back, Holden's GMH just went, let's, let's put Monaro on everything. Yeah. But like you say, the V8s coming back here is probably the one thing that's really rolled, rolled that snowball faster. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we wanted to get the six shows up before Christmas leading up to the V8 weekend here. And we've got six shows after Christmas as well. And uh, looking forward to covering all things automotive, in particular the future. I've, dri- I've driven an electric car and I've become a, a convert now. Mm. Um, you know, the argument about where the electricity comes from we can have forever, but that's, yeah. that's not the point. Well, um, how much it costs to replace the battery. Oh, <laughs> and, and I love that everyone comes up with the zero to 100 kilometre speed, which no one ever does. No. We, and we drove this SUV that's, that beats Ferraris, Porsches and Lamborghinis and your kids and the dog are jammed against the back window because yeah. you've taken off that far. So it's uh, it's 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 light entertainment. Uh, it's fun. It's looking. It's taking the pee out of ourselves. And you know, we all have a love love affair with a car, a dream car. Mm. You know, we're lucky enough to drive some. And uh, like I say, in the first show uh, tomorrow, uh, we got Lenta McLaren. And about fifteen minutes in, so does not, so does was the navigator. I'll point this out. We were lost. And of course, McLaren are tracking the eight hundred thousand dollar car, realizing that oh, no. two idiots have gone the other way, reasonably quickly. <laughs> it all ended well. Excellent. Well, it sounds absolutely great, Bruce. We look forward to watching it. Eight AM tomorrow morning. It kicks off the Car Club on Seven Mate and Seven Plus. Thanks for coming in, Bruce. My pleasure. Thank Good you very Bruce. much. Cheers, mate.